Welcome everyone. I'm Kero O'Shea, the coordinator of Membership Voice and the host of this evening's webinar. It's great to have you with us tonight. Of course, tonight we have the one and only Melissa Dorr from Rotary of Elizabeth Key workshopping our Elizabeth Key's communication and marketing processes. But I'm really delighted to have Melissa with us tonight. Melissa is the past director of marketing at Elizabeth Key, current Vice President, one of the key players, obviously, in, in the Rotary Elizabeth Key uh, social media and communications process, a person who brings kindness and a great believer in, in the philanthropic processes of Rotary of Elizabeth Key, and obviously a key player with her, uh, with her media contribution to Rotary of Elizabeth Key. But without any further ado, I shall hand over to Melissa Dorr for her presentation. Over to you, please, Melissa. Thank you, Caro, and good evening, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. Yes, I do like to keep things fun and random, so I will randomly rock up to things in costume. That does happen. <laughs> Caro does an amazing job of building and maintaining this platform for Rotarians to share and learn from each other's knowledge and skills so hopefully today i can impart a bit of what i have learned over the last few years doing the communications and marketing for the rotary of elizabeth key but remember i'm still very much in the learning phase myself so i'm also interested in hearing your thoughts and feedback at the end of the presentation i'll be using an example later on, but what we're going to be covering tonight are my four key ingredients to running a successful campaign for a rotary project or event or an initiative. I'll expand on each one of these four key ingredients and I will be inviting you all to be drafting a concept for some material relating to something your club is either currently working on or has done in the past while we go through this, because it's very much a learning workshop. And by putting into practice as we go along, you will be able to link this to the work that is important to you. You can do the drafting however you like, either on your computer or on a piece of paper. Uh, the important part is not to, you know, complete the entire thing. It's really just a drafting process. So, Please take this moment to think of uh, a project or a platform that you're going to post your material to. For example, you might draft a Facebook post for a project that you've done before. Or if you're more experienced, maybe you'll be drafting an email newsletter. We use MailChimp at uh, Elizabeth Key, but you might not. So. You can either do that on your computer or on a piece of paper. Yes, and as mentioned before, I will be using a real campaign by the Rotary of Elizabeth Key as an example to show you how we mix these ingredients to make some delicious for our audience to consume. That example is Come Cook With Me. It is a live streamed webinar series where Rotary Elizabeth Key takes the audience behind the scenes at a local 
culinary business. It's very interactive. The chef of the day teaches the audience how to cook a dish and the audience cooks along as they watch the live stream. The audience can ask questions and the chef then answers. We started the project with a team of three people <laughs> during the COVID lockdown and have so far delivered five episodes raising approximately $6,400 for various charities. But the project isn't what is important for today's conversation. Instead, we're going to be looking at the communications and marketing campaign that made the project successful. I won't be covering any technical know-how in this presentation, things like how to use Facebook or how to live stream, photography tips, maintaining a website, stuff like that, because tutorials for those topics are very easily found online. But if you are a member of Rotary and you are in Perth and you would like more one-on-one -on -one learning opportunities for the more technical side of things, then I invite you to come join the Come Cook With Me team and we can do a mentoring arrangement. Then you can bring those skills back to your club and your projects. So hit me up in the chat later on if you're interested. Right, the first ingredient to our recipe of making a delicious comms and marketing cake is the objectives. You need a thorough understanding of the objectives behind your campaigns. And I'll go through the reasons for that, but there are different levels to the objectives. At a high level, all communications and marketing we do ultimately aims at strengthening Rotary to achieve good in the world. All the inner ripples of objectives lead up to this higher level. Example objectives in this level are things like promoting your club or attracting new members. Whereas at the initiative level, it like at come cook with me, it's about aligning to our areas of focus. And I'll speak more about that later. But, you know, these are just examples. At an event level, objectives are more obvious in things like selling tickets, raising funds and seeking sponsorship. And then lastly, in the core is that material level objectives where we're building our brand and trying to engage our audience. As I said, these are just some examples of the objectives in these different levels that might sit behind your campaign. It's important that you take time to really think about these levels so that when you are developing your material, you are doing it with a clarity of purpose. This also helps in keeping yourself and your team motivated to produce campaigns going forward. Without this understanding, later when fatigue hits and it will hit, you and your team may find yourselves wondering why you're spending all these volunteer hours running the social media accounts, building the websites and the email campaigns. It's very time consuming. So it's important to have something to remind yourself of why you're doing it. You might not 
have to write it down. It might just be a, a little battle mantra. I don't know. It's up to you and your team. Now, let's have a look at an example of a high-level objective. I would suggest that you take every advantage of every opportunity to promote Rotary in your club. Running good interconnected campaigns will help in attracting new members. Here we see Elizabeth Key's President Nick Lim in the photo. He is addressing a live audience of HR managers at episode five, sorry, at episode four of Come Cook With Me, which was held at La Sosta in Fremantle. And this is an example of creating an opportunity to promote Rotary to a new network. The story of how Come Cook With Me was created with the only three people in the COVID lockdown, it's a really inspiring story. And we've shared this, in, this story at our Friday night networking drinks and at our quarterly agile planning day. So, we really showcased it as a blazing, of, blazing example of how Rotary can pull together a ragtag team of adventurers during a crisis and deliver rapidly for the community. When we tell the story, we want the audience to really picture themselves as a member on the next adventure with us, whatever that may, adventure may be. So while you're drafting your material right now, Take a couple of moments to really think of those shining examples that your club have delivered. And then think of all the opportunities there are to share those stories in ways that impress and inspire potential members to join your club. I'd like to, to hear some of those stories at the end of the presentation as well because I'm sure you're all doing amazing work out there. All right, moving on to the next level of objectives. Here is an example, and that's aligning with your areas of focus. Each club has areas of focus, and Rotary International has areas of focus. Now, a cornerstone to the Come Cook With Me marketing campaign is the choice of beneficiary charities. Here are a couple of examples. Each episode, we chose three different charities that viewers can then choose to donate their $10 ticket to. This gives our audience another point of interaction, choosing where their donation goes. Much like the Local Matters bottle top campaign run at Grilled Burgers, if you all know about that one. Plus, we ask our charities to promote the episodes to their networks on their social media accounts and in their newsletters. That feeds into the event level objective later on, but we're choosing these charities based on our areas of focus. So for example, we have the Black Swan Health that feeds into our area of focus of mental health and then Stitches for Hope fed into our area of focus of international service. So here at, a Rose, at Rotary Elizabeth Key, we have six, and you can see 
both of those examples that I mentioned. So for your draft material, take a moment to think about that initiative level objective. What is sitting behind your campaign? What's sitting behind that project you thought about earlier? Going into the event level objectives, here's an example. One is seeking sponsorship. I mentioned that earlier. We had many event level objectives for the Come Cook With Me marketing campaign. Sponsorship is an objective that might not be in your campaign, but it could be small like this. Here we talked to our culinary business partners and we asked them to put some of their products up as prizes for competitions. And the competitions, I'll talk about a little bit later, but we used those as ways of engaging our audience and driving ticket sales. Got to remember that communications isn't always public facing. It's not always the stuff you're posting on Facebook or on your website. It also means that communication that happens behind the scenes. When you're talking to your charity partners, when you're talking to your event partners, so the way you do that is also part of your campaign. The material level objectives, you have things like building your brand. You might not always be recreating a brand every time you do an event or every time you put together an initiative. With Come Cook With Me, we did build a brand around it, but after the first episode, we redesigned our whole graphics pack using the help of a pro bono graphics designer. Now, each episode, we change the color palette so that it's a new sort of experience without changing the integrity of the logo. The problem here with this particular logo and graphics set is it was created in Adobe Photoshop. And I'm told by our club's ever amazing and diligent photographer, Mr. Dean Fuller, that it is no easy process to change the colors of our Come Cook With Me logo. Apparently there are many, many layers to it. So a takeaway lesson for you all is if you do engage a professional graphics designer, ask them to simplify how your graphics are built because you want to be able to rework them in the future if you're professional graphics designer is no longer on the project. Now, with your material that you're drafting, I want you to take a moment to really think about what kind of branding you might be including. It could be a logo, it could simply be a set color palette, or it could simply be the way that your graphics are laid out, like a picture here and some text here, for example. But branding is about consistency. So what, what are you making consistent in your material? And then on to our second ingredient in this delicious comms and marketing cake. Second ingredient is always share the load. Even if you have all the time in the world, it is never good. It's never a good idea to hold all that work for yourself. Firstly, by doing so, you're taking away the learning opportunities for others to grow from. Your club needs to have a pool of talent and skills. So you need to give people the chance to practice. Secondly, you will eventually burn out. No one wants that. For the sustainability of your tenure in Rotary, 
never, ever agree to be the one and only source of communications and marketing for anything. Thirdly, you need someone else to proofread and provide feedback on what you've drafted and vice versa. Even professional authors and creators all have editors and publishers who check their work and give constructive criticism. Too often, the workload behind comms and marketing is severely underestimated. But if your team are working together and they have a common, clear understanding of those objectives that we've been working on, it won't be onerous at all. In fact, it should be really fun and engaging. If you find yourself under pressure, unmotivated, or overworked, then there is a problem. Do not ignore it. Talk to somebody in your club who can find more help or provide greater clarity on those objectives. But yeah, do something, address it. So this photo here is a behind the scenes photo at episode four of Come Cook With Me. And you might notice that I'm missing from this photo, and that's because I was extremely ill with the flu, stuck in a quarantine hotel in Cairns. I couldn't help the marketing campaign for this episode whatsoever. But the rest of the team stepped in, they picked up my workload, and the show went on. I have to tell you, I have to tell you, working with this team on this project has been a real joy for me. And you'll want that for your rotary experience as well. Now, the third ingredient is getting your audience involved. The success of your material will be largely dependent on getting your audience involved in that material. When people scroll through Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or even their email inboxes, they are bombarded with an endless stream of advertising. Company after company, person after person, demanding attention and screaming, me, me, me. How do you compete for your audience's attention? How do you differentiate your campaign and material from the rest of that noise? Trick is, don't scream me, scream you. The reality is that most of your audience does not care about you, your club, or your mission, or your event. They don't care. They want to know what's in it for them. Put that front and center when you're developing your material. What is in it for them? It might sound really counterintuitive for an altruistic organization like Rotary to run a hedonistically designed marketing campaign, but it is the only way to capture the attention of your audience. Once you have their attention, that's when you can start introducing the more altruistic messaging. Consumers are no longer satisfied with being spoken at. They want to be spoken about and they want to be spoken with, especially on the social media posts. You need to make those social media posts, well, social. Start tagging people and the organizations involved in your posts as much as possible. We at Rotary Elizabeth Key, we've tagged everyone in the club on certain posts before. Now that's not appropriate to do for every single post, but sometimes it's a very effective way of spreading the word to all of the networks that each of your members has. For example, on Facebook, when you tag someone in a post, 
they have the option of very easily sharing that post on their timeline so that their whole network can see it. And this makes it easy for your members, far easier than asking them to go to the club page and then manually share the post. Tagging is also the best way to give recognition, especially when you tag organizations who have given you sponsorship. You don't need to have a call for action in every post. In fact, if you do, it can get really repetitive and people start to ignore it. But when you do have a call for action, make it easy and quick to do. For example, uh, you can say, if you can't donate right now, you can simply share this post. That's a call to action. Competitions are a call to action. And once again, I said this earlier, uh, they should be fun and easy. For example, with the Come Cook With Me pre-marketing campaigns, uh, the pre-event marketing campaigns, we asked our audience to post a photo of their ingredients at, for a chance to win some discounts and other things like that. Or we ask our audience to tag their friends. So right now, I want you to take a couple of minutes to include some of these points here in your draft material and then complete your design concept. And while you're doing that, we'll get onto the last ingredient, which is why post-event comms are just as important as your pre-event comms. This links back to the objective tiers we talked about earlier. Post-event comms are almost always looked over or forgotten about because all of the energy and enthusiasm was spent in the pre-event marketing campaigns in order to sell the tickets or get the sponsorships or raise the funds. After all, that's where the dollars are at, right? Show me the money. But yes, the event here has very tangible objectives and it often overpowers everything else. I personally highly encourage you to pace yourself. Don't exhaust all your energy in the pre-event phase and do not lose sight of that bigger picture, that high level objective. Think of all the people involved who worked so hard to pull off the event. Post-event comms gives praise and keeps them motivated for the future. Think of the people who attended your event, who donated, who sponsored, Giving thanks, especially in a public forum, will make it more likely that they contribute again next time. And think of all the future events and initiatives, how you can link to those. Having a catalog of post-event comms will lend credibility to your future endeavors as well. It's kind of like a CV. Anyway, I'm going to show you a video. It is our yearly video that we play at our changeover events. So this is the one we played at our last changeover event. The objectives behind the video is to give praise to our members so that they can reflect on their past year in Rotary with all the happy memories and all the fun we got up to. And also to give the new members who we were inducting that night a glimpse of what's in store for them. While you watch the video, I want you to think of ways that you can be giving praise to your members, partners, and sponsors. Share. Sure. 
technical difficulties. Thank you for that. I want to circle back to this point. This is something I read in a blog article about marketing and although unfortunately I can't find the exact article anymore, you can read about this concept with a quick Google search on how to serve your audience. This concept of serving more than selling can be a difficult one to embed in your marketing campaigns. It is certainly something that Rotary Elizabeth Key needs to improve on. Most of our content really comes from a, a selling angle. I'd say 99% of our content is either about events or we're directly selling the idea of attending an event 
or the idea that the event was a success. And yes, those sorts of posts are important too, but what I would like to do in the future is create more content that helps our audience with things that they want or that they need. Content like today's membership voice, for example, which I hope has been helpful to you. And when you're serving your audience regularly, it helps them to pay attention and engage when you start talking about your club and your events. Like social media is very much a conversation. If you're always screaming, me, 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 people get bored and they don't listen eventually. So here's a question for you all watching tonight who aren't members of Elizabeth Key. Did you get bored while you were watching that video? Maybe you did because the video wasn't really intended for this audience. Or maybe you stayed engaged with it because I framed my presentation before showing it, asking you to use the video as an example of how you can give praise to others and hopefully solve some of your audience engagement issues. I don't know. Anyway, now I would like to open the floor for questions, thoughts, and feedbacks. Thank you, Melissa. We do have some questions for you, but one I'd like to start off with, first of all, I could please, it's one that uh, I do like to put to, uh, to our guest presenters, uh, who, who are all passionate Rotarians. Melissa, why are you in Rotary? Why am I in Rotary? Well, turns out I learned on the weekend at a Rotary partnered leadership event that I am a sympathetic communication style more than anything else. A little bit of expressiveness, but mostly sympathetic. And I think the ideals of Rotary, service above self, the community action, that really speaks to the core of who I am. So here I am. This is where my people are at. <laughs> and, and I wonder whether you could speak to the invitation that you you made early in the in the presentation. Rec has a very successful communications and marketing mechanism, as you as you've outlined, and obviously a learning mechanism, as you also made clear. You're offering the opportunity for people to come and work with you. How can they how can they take you up on that offer? Send me an email at media media at rotaryeq.org uh, with your phone number and I will give you a call and we will tee something up. What we need is more people on our Come Cook With Me team to run the next few episodes. And while you're doing that, you'll be learning those technical skills like the live streaming, like the photography, the videography, how to put together those graphics packs. This is all stuff we can do with you one-on-one, -on -one. Uh, but you need to be able to do it on a project first. So that's why we invite you to come to the Come Cook With Me project team. You only need to do it for a couple of episodes and then you've got those skills and you can take them back to your projects and your clubs. So it's a bit of an open-ended invitation. Absolutely. And that fits in nicely with Rotarians being people of action. 
Yes. So come show me your people of action. <laughs> Fantastic. You mentioned the the need for more than one person to be to be handling communications and marketing. How do you how do you arrange and manage that at Rotary Elizabeth Key because in, in a practical ways? In a practical way, well, to attract people to your project to do your comms and marketing, you, you need to make it fun. Don't make it boring. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll rock up in wigs any day, but I think sometimes people will just get on board with something because, hell, we want to see what the heck Melissa's going to wear today. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's about that people management and building relationships as well. So if, if you want a good team behind you, you got to be good to your team. Fantastic. Now, being good to your team in a practical sense involves what? Well, it also involves like showing up and being on time and doing what you commit to do. So if, if you tell your team, I'm going to write a marketing strategy before we get started and I'm going to give it to you all on Friday and then we're going to have a meeting, make sure you do that because if for no good reason you rock up to your meeting without the strategy you said you were going to write or you cancel that meeting, you're, you're going to start to undermine the confidence your team has in you and they're going to be more likely to be flaky when you need them to do things as well. Okay. Thanks, Melissa. Changing direction slightly, changing direction slightly, you mentioned a suite of, of social media platforms and obviously posting on social media, even with aggregation tools, posting on social media takes time. How do you prioritise uh, where you focus? Do you, do you focus on different platforms for different types of uh, activities or how do you make that decision about your mix? Yeah, so you can see some demographic stats about the different platforms on Google. I won't try to rattle them off the top of my head because I don't know. But I know the vague sense of things like Facebook, you're going to want to use that for more social aimed type of events. Things like the Come Cook With Me series is a bit of a social event. You know, it's a bit of a fun thing to do. Um, but professional development type stuff, things like guest speakers, uh, our quarterly agile planning, where we taught people how to do agile planning. You know, those Friday night networking drinks that there are things that are better sold on LinkedIn because it, it's, it's, it's differentiating the audience, right? If we were, We've, we have used Instagram for more of the social things as well. We don't really use Instagram so much for the professional side of things because it's a much younger audience and they're looking for things that are more fun rather than professional on that platform. So, yeah, it's about understanding those platforms. Do you find that there's a, as a young Rotary Club, albeit one with a lot of runs on the board in, in terms of philanthropy and supporting uh, 
you know, supporting people in need, do you find that there is still a, a credibility challenge along the way that people people sort of say there's a young Rotary Club, but, you know, how do we take them seriously and all that sort of stuff? Hmm. Perhaps. But I don't see it so much since I don't run the behind-the-scenes communications as much. I'm more public-facing communications. I would say it depends on who you're speaking to. So it might be other Rotary Clubs that are a bit, suspect towards us thinking oh it's just you know it's our little sister rotary club that we gotta we gotta boost up or things like that but speaking to people who don't know much about rotary they they wouldn't see any difference between a young rotary club and an older rotary club other than the age demographic at least that's in the experience of talking to potential members and and other people when I tell them about our club, yeah. Question I've just, uh, just come in on the chat line. Diversity and inclusion, obviously important to Rotary. How, how do you showcase that uh, through your social media? Uh, well, you're very good diversity quota for us Kara we love it when you come to our events and appear in our photos (laughs) but yeah we do invite Rotarians from other clubs as well because you know we are a young club Our, our our age range is from 25 to 45 at the moment average age around 33 but it's not like we wouldn't accept people from outside of that age group in fact we've been trying to you know attract older or even younger members we'll see how that plays out it's a long-term kind of objective we've got how we're showcasing it well yeah it's it's about making sure the people of all all different demographics are included in in those photos especially in the post-event comms Fantastic, fantastic. Come cook with me. A significant success for Rotary of Elizabeth Key, and I'm, and, I, and I'm probably not doing it justice by saying that, $10,000 raised for, for people in need through five wonderful episodes. How far do you see Come Cook With Me going in future? Is it, is it a forever thing or is, is there a what's, – what's the plan? Well, Come Cook With Me was really designed for the COVID lockdown period where people weren't really going out and didn't have much else to do. We wanted to engage our audience again because, you know, we couldn't run these live, like in-person events anymore. And that's why we started running a live stream and having only three people on the team was about the social distancing. We couldn't have more than that during the first couple of episodes. Now things have changed. So we are competing with in-person events again, and we're seeing a drop in ticket sales. But we are also producing a video that can be sold in perpetuity. We have a 
post-production video after each episode, which our amazing Dean Fuller spends hours and hours editing. We're going to sell those eventually when we've decided on a platform to do it. Again, at that $10 ticket price. And so those funds keep rolling into those charities. We have vaguely committed to a 10 episode series. We may not get there. It really depends on how the ticket sales go in the, the next few episodes. Hmm. Okay. So with your personal involvement in communications and marketing, you shared earlier on that you are a keen learner in this space. How, using yourself as an example, how would you like to go about developing those skills so perhaps you can put more into promoting Greater Elizabeth Keep? What's the development plan that, uh, that suits in those circumstances? Well, it's about learning from each other. So on the Come Cook With Me team, for example, we have a whole range of skills and I don't have all of them at all. So I've been learning from them how, how to do their parts. Again, if one, one of the other people on the team are down, then I want to be able to do their part at the standard that they do it. At the moment, I can do it at a standard. <laughs> is not the standard but it's you have to commit to learning you know it's not going to happen overnight you, you need to seek out those learning opportunities for yourself and connect with the the experts either in your club or in other clubs who can give you that mentoring and who you can bounce those ideas off I will attend marketing and communications um, meetings and training opportunities and seminars, you name it. You're all attending one right now. So that shows that you're committed to, to learning in this space. Thank you, Melissa. We seem to have come to the end of the, uh, of the question. We've had, a, had, a, had some there from the audience and had some coming beforehand. In closing, um, how would you like to summarise the challenge, the opportunities, and perhaps offer some any any final advice? Over to you for some final words. Uh, how to summarise the challenge and offer some final advice? Well, you know, you, you, when when you're faced with any challenge, to address it, to overcome it and to really benefit from that challenge. You, you need to believe in why you're doing it. And that's really why I focused a lot on those different levels of objectives that sit behind a marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you don't believe in it, you, you won't see it through. So yeah, sometimes it takes just a little bit of, of meditation and thinking and where you, you might sit with your team and you'll all come up with your objectives and your reason why together. But 
you also like my final advice is keep it fun keep it like we're doing rotary yes to help the community but also to have fun and connect with people and take those opportunities like melissa thank you thank you for offering your insights tonight and for the, for the time you put into to preparing that invite our audience to unmute and to join me to join me in a round of applause for melissa for a great job tonight so if you would please everyone Thank you. Thank you so much. Good work. Well done.